Praise God. Let's just take a song. Now, this song we're going to take, let me just give you the background of the song. Whenever I want to come to come out, I have a point, a point where we go to preach. I always wait on, on God. God, which song should we sing before the message? But I love to worship God. And during the rehearsal, I could not give the choir any song to practice because I've not received anything. After prayers, I wanted to sleep on Wednesday, a day after the choir rehearsal. I found myself singing this song to sleep. I was wondering, where did I hear this song? And to God's glory, for you to know what God wants to do, I woke up with that song. I slept with the song singing it. I didn't know where I heard the song. And I woke up singing the song. And that was the Holy Spirit said, you need to sing this song. This is the song you have been waiting for. So I don't know what you are here for today. But what I'm here for is just to worship God. And if you look at the streets we have been following, when you worship God, anything can happen. So I want you to just look unto God as we sing this song. It's a new song, but very straightforward. Psalm 149, verse 1 says, Praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of saints. And this is the congregation of saints. So as we sing this song, I want you to look unto God. Quiet, please, you can pick the mic so that you support everything. Hallelujah. We worship you. Lord, we worship you. We worship you. Lord, we worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We adore you, Lord. We adore you. We adore you. We adore you. Lord, we adore you. We reverence you, Lord. We reverence you. Lord, we reverence you. We reverence you. Oh Lord, we reverence you. We bow to you, Lord. We bow to you. Oh Lord, Lord, we bow to you. We 
Lord, we declare you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be glorified. There is none like you, Lord. You are the lily of the valley, the bright and the morning star, the rock of ages, the all-sufficient God, the all-powerful God, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last. 
the way and the truth, the almighty God, the King of glory, the one that says and it is done. Lord, we worship you. We give you all glory. Please, we wait on you this afternoon. That you prove yourself in our midst. In the name of Jesus. What you say you will do, you are more than able to do it. In the name of Jesus. And we shall all go back, yet rejoicing them all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Let's have our seat. Go ahead and put your hands for Jesus. Worship the Lord. Bless His name. Hallelujah. We have a very short time. But within that short time, it's more than enough for God to do what He wants to do. We continue our series, The Power of Praise and Worship, Part 3. And we're going to take the same text, Acts chapter 16, Verse 23 to 26. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight... Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. When you read that same portion in other translation, it says Paul and Silas, as they were praying and singing, as they were praying and singing hymns unto God. So, as soon as they prayed, then they stopped and started worshiping. They were singing, they were praying. They were singing, they were praying. And that's going to be our emphasis for today. We're going to be emphasizing the importance of praise, thanksgiving, and worship in prayers. Lack of praise and thanksgiving is the root of some Christians' frustration, discouragement, lukewarmness in the place of prayer. You said to pray, but by the time it is just five minutes, you're already tired. So I ask you to raise your hand now. I will see a lot of hands. And so you are frustrated. Oh, how do I pray? What do I say? I have a list of prayers. But I'm tired. But you can afford to sit in front of a TV set or to play on your WhatsApp to watch YouTube for hours. But to pray for five minutes is a struggle. Why? Because you have not really known the secret of effective prayer. 
So you discourage. You are lukewarm in the place of prayer. And many are even frustrated. And for you to know, many people, their prayer is far from being answered just because of the content of the prayer. The approach to the prayer. Prayer should not be a monologue. It shouldn't be you go to God, you want to pray, and you come with books of requests. But only one line of thanks. That's why I say a lot of people, when you say, okay, pray for us, and you see, they're passionate in praying it, but no single mention of thank you, Jesus. I find it difficult to flow with such prayers. You come to church, okay, let's begin to pray. And all you're saying is, God, give, 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 do, do, give, do, do, give. Not God, I love you. Lord, I worship you. Even if you don't give me anything, I just love you. I'm just here to, to, to have the aroma of your presence. I'm just here to see how wonderful you are. You remember what the Bible says in Genesis? That in the cool of the night, the cool of the evening, what happened? God comes to who? To hear them for fellowship. In Matthew 6, 7 to 8, Matthew 6, 7 to 8, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heaven do, for they think, you see, this is where many of us got it wrong. They think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. But if I come with laws of prayer requests, that is what matters in the place of prayer. Verse 8. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of, before ye ask him. Who is speaking? Jesus. Whatever you are going to ask God in the place of prayers, He knows it before you even conceive it. Are you with me? Your prayer must be a dialogue, a fellowship with God. It must be that you go to God, God, I have just come to just praise you. I've just come to just worship you. I'm not here to ask for this, ask for that. I'm just here to have the aroma of your presence. Forgetting your problem and only just focusing on God. In fact, the way it should be, you are the one, it is God that should say, okay, Lakon, what do you want now? No, you have praised me enough. What do you want? You know the tactics you use. If you want to get stuff from your husband, you don't go when the man is tired. Where do you go? When you just gave a good food of biryani with spices, put it on the table, you take the suit, you hang it, you let him finish showering, and I say, oh, but dear, what about this? Oh, then you get the answer. God loves fellowship with his children. 
Before you ask that thing you have in your, on your prayer list, he knows them all. But if your prayer, just God give, 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 or you say, God, I have just come to worship you. I've just come to ask you, how, how is it in heaven? You know, when he was teaching us, let your kingdom come. As it what? It is in heaven. So you are supposed to even be dialoguing with God. God, how is heaven? I am eager to come. Tell me something about heaven. God, let your kingdom come as it is in heaven. In Psalm 119, verse 164, Psalm 119, verse 164, David said, seven times a day do I pray. Is that what he said? Can we have it, please? Psalm 119, verse 164. David said, seven times a day. Do I what? When I am sure you must have thought he said pray. Say, seven times a day I go to God's presence. To do what? Just to press him. Because this man knows the secret of getting the attention of God. Full attention of God. No wonder God said, this man. Upon all those things he did, is a man after my own heart. This man committed sin for almost nine months. God did not kill him. God had to arrange for him to be reminded so that he would not die as a sinner. God had to send a prophet, go and tell my son David, he is already a sinner. He has committed a sin. I need him to have some forgiveness. Because this man was a praiseful man. Our focus in place of prayer should be to fellowship with God. Our strong desire in the place of prayer should be to attract the presence of God. To gain the full attention of God. And not to be saying, give, 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 do. No! He knows them all. Your prayers becomes a pleasant, enjoyable, fulfilling, and answerful when you give quality praise. Before the prayer, the request. During the request, and after the request. I'll say that again. Your prayers becomes pleasant, enjoyable, fulfilling, answerful when you learn to give God quality praise before the request, during the request, and after the request. So if you want to say in the kitchen language, you spice your request with what? Thanksgiving. Now, let's quickly go to this formula that I discovered in the Bible about prayers. And it's no other person than Jesus. You know that if you want to learn about prayers, there are lots of prayer, prayer champions in the Bible. But the author and the finisher of our faith is who? So let's learn from the prayer formula of Jesus. 
In John 11, 41 to 44. John 11, 41 to 44. This was Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus. He wanted to perform probably the peak of miracles that Jesus performed on earth. To raise a man dead for four days. And let's look at the prayer that Jesus prayed at the tomb. To raise a man dead for four days. Verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said. Now the prayer starts. I want you to count. You can count now. You can count at home. How many words Jesus spoke in prayers. And said. Father. That's the prayer beginning. I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hast hearest me. Thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by. I said. That they may believe that thou hast sent me. Everything is still what? Praise and worship. Acknowledging God. That God, you are the greatest. You have heard me before. And I know you will hear me again. And I want this one to know that you are still the prayer answering God. So he was just worshipping God. I will take you to the statistics. In 43, and when he had just spoken... He cried with a loud voice. Now the prayer continues. Lazarus, comfort. So, if you have a mathematician in the house, what is the ratio of thanksgiving and request? The request is what? Lazarus, comfort. The rest is what? And that ratio is called total words, when you count it from King James Version, 40 words of prayers. 40 words. 37 of the words were praised. Only three requests. And the miracle happened. That is your Jesus. 37% Oh, sorry, 37 words of praise. Three words of request. And the mighty miracle happened suddenly, immediately. So you want to put a percentage on that? 93% of thanks given are only 7% of request. So, eh? How can I do that? <laughs> but that's the secret. To God's glory, you know, I said it before, I find it difficult to just, if I have not worshipped God to the point that I have a release, no prayer comes out of my mouth. I'm not request. Everything is prayer anyway. Because I need to be sure God is here. Then the prayer gets what? Answered. To be candid, many of us we pray, our prayer doesn't even go through the roof. Can you imagine God's feet? Oh, John has come again. This John, just complaining. Just more money. Let me go to Hester. See my Hester. He's pressing me. Let's go and hear what Hester is saying. Because Hester is worshipping me. 
But see, John, John, I need this. I know all of them. John, stop troubling me. Worship me first. I need you. Like I'm telling Esther, worshiping me. That is what I need. John, you don't need to trouble me. You know what good text say to Esther? Esther, okay, I think you have worshipped God. You are worshipping enough. My head is already swollen. What do you want? And that was what happened in the case of Solomon. Solomon just went to God and gave all. He gave 1,000. And God said, Solomon, what do you want? You know, he said, difference. He said, God, I need this. I need that. You are ever asking what you don't need. He said, God, I need, I need, I need. And you don't need it. It's not the plan of God for you. He said, I need this. I need, I need that. Then for God to say, okay, later on, this is what you need. Next year, this is what you do. Two years, this is what you do. Tomorrow, this is where you go. This is what happened to you. Which one do you enjoy more? Which one is better? Which one is better? For God to tell you what will happen. For God to align you with his plan for your life. That for you to say, no, I need this. I need that. And they are not what he wants for you. Now compare that to your own prayer. Is your own 1% thanks or even 0% thanks and 99% request? Let's look at another formula of St. Jesus. In John 6, 11, John 6, 11, this is the story where Jesus Christ fed 5,000 plus. If it is 5,000 men, they are talking of, I think in those days, some were having two wives, as it's minimum, and you have many children, minimum 10,000 plus, right? <laughs> Praise God. And Jesus only prayed prayer of 100% thanks. Follow me with John 6, 11. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he has given, what? He said, Father, you must do this. You have promised me. You must do it. They must be fed. Let the heavenly host begin to bring bread and fishes now. Was that what he said? No. After he had given thanks, and he gave, and the miracle happened. I believe you are getting something this morning. But this is the secret of an effective, a, a vibrant, and answerful prayer life. Spice your prayer, your request with praises. Because that is what God wants. He knows what you will ever ask or think. In fact, He said, He knows more than you will ever ask or think. Now that's what the Bible says. So why don't you get His attention? Why don't you give him what he wants? Fellowship, praise, adoration. Bless his name. And you know the ratio of that? Ratio 100 to 0. 100% thanksgiving. 0% request. Did God answer the prayer or not? No, answer me. Did God answer the prayer or not? So I have a question for you. I have questions. Is your prayer life a dialogue or a monologue?
Is your prayer life a fellowship session or a petition session? Is your prayer life prayerful or requestful? Probably you begin to see why some of your prayers they stand unanswered. Everyone has to go, God, when? Why? And God is waiting for you to praise Him. And you're asking God, why? Have you wondered? Let us think, think, we don't have more time. Have you wondered what would be the content of the prayers of Jesus when He prays in the secret? When the Holy Spirit told me this one day, I was shocked. You know, the Bible says several places. Jesus, for example, in Luke 6, 12, And it came to pass in those days that he, that is Jesus, went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayers. Jesus did what? Continue all night. In what? Now, what do you think was the prayer content of Jesus? Let me show you a picture of what it looks like. Luke 9, 28 to 31. Luke 9, 28 to 31. And it came to pass about an eight days after this saying, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. Jesus went up to a mountain to what? Pray. To pray. And he took PJJ. That's what we call them. Peter, James, and John. Verse 29. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistering. Note, this did not happen to Peter, James, and John. It happened to who? I can imagine Peter, James, and John asking for everything. God, I need power. I need anointing. I need this. I need this. Let me be able to stand on your right hand. But Jesus... Or just worshiping. And before you know it, it became transformed and was in the figure of what happened in heaven. Where in heaven? What happened in heaven? Praise, worship, holy. Jesus became what happened in heaven. So you can see the picture of what, what would Jesus be doing for minimum six hours, praying all night, just worshiping and enjoying the presence of God, which he missed for 33 years. I believe you know that. But Jesus missed so much that fellowship in heaven. He missed it so much for 33 and a half years because of you and her. So he will go in the night and say, God, let's, let's have the experience of what happened in heaven. And no wonder. By the time he had that fellowship with God throughout the night, when he comes during the day, he just won three words of request and the answer comes. So what is the content of Jesus' prayer? Praise, worship, thanksgiving, fellowship, enjoying the presence of God. And you know what happens when, you, when your prayer life is like this? If you have been practicing it anyway, you swim in the pool of revelation. As you are still worshiping God, you see God bombarding your heart with scriptures. 
To pray becomes very easy. Not struggling. Not just praying. God, do me, do you, you have to do this for me. If you don't do it, I don't know. God, this one also. This one I pray. No. It's a life. It's a fellowship with God. When you go to your dad and you need something. You say, dad, I just need this. He says, wait, I will discuss it with you. But if you go and you start to say, dad, what about this? Oh, I love, I like this shirt. I like this. What happened? That you pays attention. That's what happened to God. This is the secret of Jesus' short prayer of praise and quick answer with immediate evidence. Now, let me show you this. I know <laughs> many of you may not believe this, but in my study of this praiseful life of prayer, I discovered that in Daniel chapter 10, Daniel chapter 10, the Bible said Daniel prayed for 21 days. He was praying and fasting. Some people tag uh, white fasting. Yeah? They didn't take anything sweet. They didn't take sugar. <laughs> he was praying and fasting for 21 days. But take note, the Bible said when the angel finally arrived, he said, from when? From the first day that you started to pray, the request was sent from heaven. And I, the angel, assigned to do it. As I was coming, the prince of Persia, as if you don't know, they are prince of Oman. They are princes of your company. They will not allow your prayer to be answered. They are princes of Muscat. They are princes all over every province. They are princes of families. In the spiritual realm, say, for we rest to know against flesh and blood. Blood, but against principalities and power, against spiritual wickedness. In where? In heavenly places. <laughs> so, look at the picture. If Daniel started with worship, with a fellowship with God, we go send an angel or come himself. Now, link it to what happened to Paul and Silas. The church was requesting for Peter to be released. And God sent an angel. The angel arrived, thank God, and delivered. But when Paul and Silas prayed and prayed, God came himself. He put his leg in that prison yard. And what happened? Headquake. Tell me which, which, which prince of Persia would have stopped God if it was God bringing that answer the first day. But because Daniel, overwhelmed by the weight, the weight of the struggle of the people of God, the weight of the years of slavery, he went to God, God, you have to do this, you have said it in your word. Good, those prayers are wonderful. But did he command the presence of God for God to come himself and not send an angel? Know what that angel said? He said, while I was coming, I could never handle that angel. I had to call the help of Angel Michael to come help me so that I can come and bring the answer to you. So, your focus should be, how do I pray and ensure God comes here? So that no devil will be able to stop my prayer from being answered. So, this thing happened in the spirit, and you don't know. But I can tell you, 
one of the things I've learned with my father said the Lord have taught me is when you want the devil to go, the quickest way is to worship God. When God comes, what happens? Say, <laughs> submit yourself unto God. Receive the devil. And what? How do you submit? By drawing his presence. By drawing the presence of God. Ensure God is in that room where you are praying. And everything is settled. You just hear dialogue. God, how are you? How is heaven? I, want, I just want to sit here. God, I don't want to ask anything. Let's just enjoy ourselves. And that was what happened to Enoch. Enoch was so soaked in the presence of God that God said, I can't afford Enoch to stand around. I need Enoch in heaven. Enoch, come, 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 come to heaven. Enoch was so, so, so soaked in the presence of God that God had to take him. Your quality praise and thanksgiving in the place of prayer is the only remedy for frustration, discouragement, lukewarmness, unanswered prayers in the place of your prayers. It's the only assurance that your prayers will be answered speedily. I remember very well, if I remember very well, there was a month that the intercessory team, pastor declared that all throughout this month, we're just going to be what? Praising God. Come and see testimonies. Testimonies. That we're not asking anything this month. Only what? Praise God. And I've learned this lesson. Right? That's why the Holy Spirit said I should teach you this principle. There are months I just declare, God, this month, no, no request. I don't, this month, you must not say anything request. What you thought is what? Thank you. I give you praise. I glorify you. I exalt you. I honor you. I bless your name. And come and see how fire fall. Let us learn this principle and we pray. In Psalm 68, verse 1 to 4. Say, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. There are two things that make God to arise. On your behalf. If you win souls for him. You see that in Luke 15.10. Say likewise I say unto you. There is joy in the presence of angels of God. Over one sinner that repent. So when you win a soul. God will what? Arise. Because there is commotion in heaven. Oh! A soul is one. And they will be dancing in heaven. They will be worshipping God. And so when they are worshipping God. Because you win a soul. Who will God focus on on earth? You. Now, the second one, what made God to arise is what? Quality praise. So the Bible says God inhabited the praises of Israel. When you praise God, God comes into situations. So you have, they tell you they are witches and wizards. You have pro- trouble. Your focus should be how do I bring God to arise? When God arises, his enemy will be what? <laughs> when God arrives, his enemies are scattered. When he arrives and his enemies are scattered, what happens? Your blessing becomes delivered to you. So a smart child of God that wants to live a victorious life, victorious life, 
All you should ensure in the place of your prayer is what? Is God here with me? How do I get to that point that I know that God is here with me? And God give us the opportunity to go to the next part. We'll study more about that. But today, I'd like you to please rise on your feet. Prayer is the master, master key for every child of God to live a triumphant life. However, you must adopt the prayer formula. Of who? Of who? And what's the prayer formula? Quality praise. Quality praise. Quality time of praise in the presence of the Lord. This is the only guarantee for you to live a victorious life. Make your prayer lifestyle a dialogue with God and not a monologue. And you see how you live a colorful life. I want, to, I want you to pray and say, God, grant me the grace. The grace to make my prayer life full of quality praise. Grant me the grace to, to praise you indeed. Lord, I receive the grace to pray like Jesus prayed. I receive the grace to have the prayer pattern of Jesus. A life of praise and worship. Quality praise and worship. Not just asking, 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 give, give, give. But worshiping you and commanding your presence. So that I can be sure that whatsoever I need shall be provided freely. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus Mighty name, we are prayed. Now, while you are still praying, please go ahead and begin to worship God. The Bible says, when God arrives, his enemy will scatter. Who are the enemy of God? A sinner is an enemy of God. You are still living in sin. You are not born again. If God arrives, you could be a victim. So you want to be a victor and not a victim. You need to change your position. Become a friend of God and not his enemy. You are here, you are not born again. I'd like you to raise your hand and I'm going to pray with you in a minute. You know your life is not right with God. You are just managing it. You are just, they even say you should pray. You can't even pray. You are not born again. You are not a child of God. You are still living in sin. You are still living in sin. Please raise your hand. I want to pray with you. So that when God arrives as we pray, it will be for you and not against you. You are here. You want to give your life to Jesus. Is anybody there? Is anybody there? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is anybody there? Somebody wants to give your life to Jesus? Because that is, the call. that is the main. That is the call. When you do that, you know you are on the path of destiny. Oh, hallelujah. If somebody is praying that prayer, I want you to go ahead and begin to pray. The Father has surrendered my life unto you. I give my life unto you today. I am your friend. I am your son. No longer your enemy. No longer your enemy, but your son. But your friend. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you all praise. Thank you for your word. Thank you because you have done what you said you would do.
I pray for this, your children. Everyone that has truly made up their mind to offer to you quality praise in the place of prayer. As you have shown up several times. <laughs> I pray you will show up concerning this, your children. In the name of Jesus. When Jesus gave thanks. The lack in the life of 10,000 plus people disappeared. As you commit to praising God, everything that represents lack in your life, everything that represents failure in your life, I command shall come to an end in the name of Jesus. This week, I see God sending help us unto you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every of your enemy, as the Lord arise on your behalf, the Lord shall scatter them in the name of Jesus. And as the Lord arise, I decree that policy, law, shall be made in your nation, in this nation, in your company. Policy and law that will push you up for promotion in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We receive grace. To praise you in the morning at all times in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No more monoglot prayer life, but a dialogue fellowship prayer life. In the name of Jesus, we give you all glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Just continue praising God. Don't stop. This is not the time for shopping lists. Just praise God for who He is. Praise God for the word you have received. Praise God for our pastor who God used in bringing us a life-changing message. Praise God for your circumstances. Praise God for good health. Praise God for your finances. Praise God for your family. No shopping list. Just praise God. Tell Him what an awesome God He is. Don't place God on some pedestal. Walk hand in hand with Him. Talk with Him. Listen to Him. And be cheerful. James chapter 5 verse 13 says this. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. You want to be cheerful? Sing psalms. You want to change your suffering into being cheerful? Sing psalms. Just talk to God. Father God, we praise you. We thank you, Lord. For the word which you sent across to us. Thank you, Lord Father, for a pastor who you used this day, Lord Father. We praise you, Lord Father. We acknowledge, Lord Father, that you are speaking to us, Lord Father. Truly, you are awesome, Lord. And Father God, we ask, Lord, that you continue to anoint your pastor, Lord. That he will bring us more life-changing words, Lord Father. That we can then apply into our lives, Lord. 
Father God, I pray, Lord, that every one of us here, Lord Father, will change our lifestyle, Lord Father. From a pleading lifestyle to a praiseful lifestyle, Lord Father. From coming to you with a shopping list, but rather just coming to you. And we leave the rest to you, Lord Father. There is nothing that you don't know about us. You know our every need. And we don't need to put it across to you. Lord, we just want to praise you. Father God, give us those words. Every time we talk, let our words be words of praise. We give glory to you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's close the service with grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise God as we step out.